going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do, and saying no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. The good father. Amen. It's important. It's important that we be good fathers. Amen. Our family is dependent on it. Did you know that? Your family is dependent on you. All the issues and junk that we go through. Amen. The fathers can cut a whole lot of that out of our lives by handling stuff for us. Amen. It is your job, Father. You are the priest of the home. You are the strong man. The Bible says it's impossible for a man to spoil your goods unless he first binds you. He can't come get your goods unless he's got you first. Can I say that? Yeah. It says a strong man armed keepeth his goods at peace. Those are scriptures. Strong man, not woman, strong. Look at somebody say strong man. Strong man. Strong man. So we're going to talk about being a good father. It's not going to be a long message. I'm going to let you go and spend some time with your families. Amen. And uh, enjoy your children. Amen. A good father gives all of himself to who? His family. Look at somebody say his family. His family. He gives all of him. Self. Somebody tell me that day, man, I mean, I just work all the time. I'm taking care of them, man. And I mean, I'm just doing my best. I'm just taking care of my family. I'm trying to, you know, then I have to do this for them. Then I got to do this. And I was like, welcome to the real world. In my Morpheus voice. Welcome, bro. That's the way it is. Man, I'm tired of paying all these bills. That just comes with being a man. Yeah. So a man will give all of himself to his family. God blesses those that give. Amen. Now that principle works with everyone. God blesses those that gives. Especially when it comes to sacrificing your own life for others. Right? Luke 11 and 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish? Give him a serpent? No. A father's going to give what he is asked for. Amen. A good father. Look at somebody say good father. The enemy desires to make the father selfish. So he will miss his opportunity to be blessed. 
I hope y'all listening to me. Make the father selfish. That means the father is self-centered and the father is about himself. You can't be about yourself with a family. You can't wear the finest clothes as a father and your, your family wears rags. You can't drive the good car and give your wife the whack car. Did I just say, did I just speak something? A real man wouldn't stand for that. A real man feels like a real man when his family is in the good car. And he's watching them drive by. Oh, yeah. That's me. When his wife is looking nice, he don't care what he look like. My wife is looking good. That's a reflection on me. I hooked her up. Man, I'm preaching in this place. Somebody's scared of this kind of message right here. I hope y'all taping because I want to put it on the internet. Y'all quit fan and making it look like the color purple in here. We, we videotaping this. Amen. When is sure coming in? Unfortunately, many fathers miss the mark because they choose their own way instead of submitting to God's creation role. Miss the mark because they choose the way they want to go instead of the way God wants them to go. Amen. So they don't look at their family as an investment. They look at their family as in the way. They still want to do single man stuff and live like a bachelor all about themselves. Yeah, about what they want. Can't conform for the family. What's best for the family? No, it's about me. That is so whack, immature, and you are such a jive turkey. Yes, I know that's not in the Bible, but. (laughs) Amen. Shouldn't be about you when you have a family. It should always be about your family. What is best for my family? Matthew 9 and 9. And Jesus passed forth from thence. He saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of customs. And he said unto him, follow me. What did Matthew do? Matthew didn't say, well, there's some things that I just got to go take care of it. No. Jesus says, follow me. And Matthew dropped what he wanted to do, what he thought he should have been, what he, he dropped everything to follow after what Jesus wanted. That's what a good father has to do. When God comes to you and say, drop everything and do it my way, you better drop everything and do it his way. Because at the end of the day, your way is going to mess your children up. Can I preach in here? Man was created to give himself to God. This purpose is only fulfilled when we forsake our own way and follow after God's way. Our plans, desires, aspirations should be God-centered and rightly aligned with his ultimate plan for man. Hey, man, all the time, man, what is my purpose, Jesus? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Well, you're a man. Your purpose is to raise a family and be the head of the family. That's your purpose. No, but I mean, I mean like, no, do that first. God called young men with jobs. 
They were already working. Even Judas had a job. Can I preach in here? Oh, they were already being men when God called them. So until God calls you to do something else, be a man. Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first what? The kingdom of God and his right alignment. And all these things will be added unto you. So before you start adding, first seek the kingdom and his alignment. His alignment for you, God wants men to be men. He wants you to be the head of your home, the provider, the protector, and the priest of your family. He wants you to raise your family. He wants you to train up your children in the way they should go. Amen. Your deep voice ain't ain't good enough. When God created us, he gave man everything he needed to survive. God was the provider, protection, and priest of man. And man lacked what? Nothing. By this example, man's earthly family should not lack anything. Did you hear me? Your family should not lack anything. I said not lack anything, not Cadillac anything. All these old luxury cars and stuff, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, you shouldn't lack any hats. No, no, we ain't talking about that. God ain't talking about hats, your hat collection. I done told y'all God is talking about the basics. When God is talking about shoes, God ain't talking about pumps from Michael Kors. God's idea of shoe is some rubber with a strap on it. If you got that, you can walk. <laughs> and y'all don't want God. Y'all don't want God to shop for you. <laughs> Leaves are from trees. God ain't thinking about you. <laughs> no, all this old extra stuff. We spoil. We just spoil. You know the original people on Earth are Africans, so. You know, some of them, you know, the, the, the African hair is coarse. God ain't thinking about no relaxer. You think God is, oh, Lord, you know, I need this appointment. God ain't thinking about, boy, let your hair bake in the sun. That'll do it. You won't even have to comb it. Just leave it alone. Let it just rest there. Y'all got it twisted, man. God ain't thinking about you and all your wants and desires. But a family shouldn't lack anything. Food, shelter. But God's idea of shelter ain't air conditioned. Jesus didn't have it. He don't, he don't care if you have it. Care about no air condition? He don't want you to die. Fans will work just fine. All the rest of this stuff is luxuries. Amen. So don't, don't you go preaching. Oh yeah, God is going, uh, I need God to come through. God want us to have uh, this car. And that God don't care about your car. That's you wanting that. Did you get there? Did you make it on the bus? Did the bus go by there? And I remember I was riding the bus to look, I was, when I, I didn't have nobody even take me to go get a car. I went looking for a car on the bus. Had the bus drop me off where there was cars. <laughs> and came home in a car. Remember that? I, I, I just like dropped me off bus. 
the bus got me there and got me a car. The bus. Wasn't no shame. I wouldn't worry about who saw me. Man, I need a car. You see me walking, just honk and say, oh, he must, he need, he, he's on his way. I didn't care. Some of y'all ain't been that broke. You've always had a new car. Push start. Push to start. My car, I could put it in gear and push it and start it. Had that manual transmission. They don't know nothing about that. Park it on a hill. When the starter's going out, you park it on a hill. When it's rolling back, you throw it in gear and it will start. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all, man, please. Y'all, y'all. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know nothing about that. I had the yes. That starter go, start going out. My starter, I, I mean, the starter was just $60, $70. But, man, you know how much that is? Back when you don't have anything, you park it on the hill. It's like, why are you parking up? Where, oh, just don't worry about it. It's the way I get around. And when it get to rolling, good enough, come off that clutch. Go! Now, it's going to jerk. It's going to be one great. I mean, your back might be out. You might have whiplash. But it's going to start. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> they don't know nothing about that. These old spawn. Look at them. Look how they're looking at me. Oh, yeah, that'll never be me. Okay. Well, you just don't ask God. I'm telling you, God don't care what you're driving. Man's earthly family should not lack anything. But we should supply our family with all that they need in this life. Amen? All that they need. That's the key word. Not all that they want in this life. But all that they what? Need in this life. That's the father's responsibility. Amen? Proverbs 13 and 22. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his what? children's children your grandchildren should be blessed because you are can I preach in here these are things God said so all you gotta do is get in line with God he's gonna make sure it happens he wants you to make him look good do you have the faith to trust God that's all he wants If you have faith to trust him, he'll make these things realities. If you're depending on your way, it'll never happen. Amen. God only operates when we step out on faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. If God is not pleased with you, why would he do anything for you? Oh, I just preached in here. I get tired of folks always, man, you just, it's different, man, man, I have to step out on faith. I was telling, I think I was telling my mom the other day, I was making, I was three churches I was playing for. I was playing for a Methodist church, I was playing for a, 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 a Caucasian um, non-denominational church and a Baptist church. All at the same time, pulling down G's on one day, Sunday. That's the only day I worked. Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, pulling it down. Chilling six days a week. But there was a problem. The problem was I couldn't take my family to none of them churches. I wasn't in there listening to the pastors. I'm in there getting paid. You hear me? I was in there for one purpose only. 
get paid. Get money. I was getting money. And I get before the Lord and pray, oh Lord, thank you for the money. For blessing me with all this money. One day a week, ooh, you too. One day a week. Who can say that? Who can stand? Who can say that? God looked at me one day and said, you the wackest, shut up. You're just trash. It's like, Lord, what? We had an agreement. Look what you have done for me. How am I trash? I'm taking care of my family. So you're not taking care of your family. You're going for the money and leaving your family at home. Your family's not getting fellowship. They're not getting fed. They're not getting to, to, uh, camaraderie from other people, being around other believers. They're not getting strength from that. Your children not growing up with any kind of friends, any kind, anyone around them that, that's a like-minded believer. None of that. You happy about some money? I said, what you want me to do, Lord? Lord said, quit all three of those jobs. And the ne- devil, I knew, I knew the devil was going to creep into this conversation. Devil, I don't know how you stuck your head in here. But you got to go in the name of Jesus. Satan. So I didn't have a backup plan. I didn't have another job. He said, quit all three of them. And I did it. My wife would tell you, I quit all three. I went and told them. They was like, why? I said, I just can't do it no more. I need my family with me. Went home. I started doing a Bible study at home. And then that's when the vision for EX Ministries came. But it didn't come before I did what God told me to do. Had no idea I would be traveling and preaching, doing none of that at the time. I just had to obey God. Step out on faith. 38 grand gone. Do you hear what I'm saying? With nothing, I couldn't see anything behind that. I'm like, what am I going to do? And while I was getting the vision for EX Ministries and having a, a, a teaching my family on my own, God began to give me opportunities to, you know, to produce people. I began to produce people. Make money. Then that business blew up. I started producing folks, pulling down about 60, 70 a year, just producing. And then God said, stop doing that. Am I telling the truth? Stop, stop producing. Russia. I mean, that's it. What else am I going to do? God told me, no, just stop, stop doing that. I'm going to take care of you. Quit doing that. Phone rang. Somebody wanted me to come. Travel and speak. Went and spoke. That money covered my bills for that month. Preaching. And then the next month, more people start calling. By the end of that year, I was traveling the whole country. Then I began to travel the whole world. And God began to do what he wanted to do. But it didn't happen until I stepped out on faith and trusted him. Are you listening to me? It it was faith for me. And it's hard when you're looking at your children. I'm looking at my wife, my kids. My mother was with me at the time. I'm looking like I have to take care of these people. God said, do what I said and I'll take care of you. Yeah. I was tested. I was tried. And I had to step out on faith. Can I keep preaching in here? You got to step out on faith. Amen. That's what moves God. Faith. Do you trust him? 
Do you trust what he's saying? Is it easy? No. Yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. And it's still not easy. But it's faith. The just shall live by what? Faith. Can you have faith? Can I keep preaching in here? God blesses us for giving emotionally and spiritually just like he does when we give financially. No matter what we give, it's still more blessed to give than to receive. Acts 20 and 35, I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said it is what? More blessed to give than to receive. This principle of giving, receiving because you give, this principle works for every gift we give. Whether it is time, money, or love, we are blessed when we give it. Amen? Don't come telling me about your wife and you ain't spending no time with her. Men do what they want to do. All them hours on the internet. Amen. In the middle of the night. Yeah, you ain't checking Facebook, bruh. We know what you're doing. Can I preach in here? And then one, oh, she just, she just. Bruh, you're in love with internet women. Yeah, she don't feel your love. You giving it to cyberspace. I will preach in here. I don't care what you think. Whether it's time, money, or love, we're blessed when we give it. Giving them will bring it back to us based on the law of reaping and sowing. Galatians 6 and 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked. But whatsoever a man soweth, that what? Whatever you given in that relationship, don't you know? If you take care of your family, God will take care of you. Be not deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever. Our children are our image and likeness. They should be our what? Main focus. Our children should be our what? Once you have children, you are no longer your focus. Once you have children, it's no longer about you. Once you have children, your dreams have been fulfilled. Can I preach in this place? You're not making decisions based on you anymore. You definitely can't make decisions based on what folks think. It's all about your what? Children. Don't have them if it's not going to be all about them. We can't live for ourselves anymore. The American dream is awake. And it's crying. Can I preach in here? A good father knows that. I can't stand these old rolling stone daddies having all these babies and they still out trying to make it. Bro, you better get somewhere and take care of your children. No, we should desire to give our all to them and our spouse. Amen. A good father. there's none of me left amen it goes to my family when we fail to provide all of our family's needs then we're not operating in the plan that God has established for us 
First Timothy five and eight. But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, did he say his? Did he say his? You thought he was talking about a woman? No. Any provide not for his own? Sound like a man, huh? And especially for those of his own house. What's the next word? He is the next word. He did he say he he didn't say she he has denied the faith. He has denied the faith. If any provide not for him, you're not even saved. Not only have you denied the faith, not only are you a sinner, but you worse than all the other sinners. Man, folk don't want to hear this right here. Yeah, that's why you can't go the distance, bro. Got in church, got saved, start believing, whatever, whatever. And then you got to gut the Hebrews gotcha. You couldn't glue yourself to the word of God and the truth because the truth was saying you were worse than an infidel. The truth says you've denied the faith because you're not taking care of your own. You know, back when we were growing up, I mean, this message, it would have got so many amens because it's just the way it was. Am I right? Isn't this all they preached? That's just all they preached. You just knew it. You just knew if you're going to be in charge, you got to be in charge. How are you going to be the head of the house and you ain't the head? Either you're the head or you're not. Either you're taking care of it or you're not. You ain't the head if you're not taking care of it. Father gives his family validation by modeling God's design for the home, which gives him the ability to teach his sons how to provide for their future families and shows his daughters what to look for or what to look forward to when they have families of their own. So the father is in the home taking care of everything so he can teach the father, I mean, teach his son how to do what he's doing and then teach the daughter what to expect when when the guy comes to her. Proverbs 17 and 6. Children's children are the what? Crown Crown of all men. Oh, I can't wait to put my crown on. The glory of children are whose? Their fathers. Didn't say mothers. Said they're what? Fathers. The blessing in taking care of your family brings a great reward from God. This promise brings us what? Joy because everything we give does what? Comes back to us. The very thing that we need will be supplied by giving of ourselves. So when you give, God supplies. You reap what you sow. Proverbs 23. 24, the father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice. And he that begetteth a wise child shall what? Have joy of him. Amen. Summary. A good father does not focus on himself. But instead he denies his own wants and needs for his family's needs and wants. David prayed and said that the Lord was his shepherd and he didn't have to want for anything. He was telling us that a good father provides everything that is needed to survive. 
This is what a father is supposed to do. True fulfillment in this life comes from operating in our creation roles as fathers. And when we do this, we are what? Blessed. God did not bless man until he made them what? Male and female. Genesis 5 and 2 says male and female created them and did what? Blessed them and called their name what? Adam's in charge in the day when they were created. When the family came, the blessing came. If we desire to walk in the greater blessing of God, then we should operate in the manner that God intended. God desires that we become like him and not be selfish, but what? Selfless. When we give everything we have to our family, then we can trust that our needs will be met because of it. Amen. Man, this is so good. This is just good. Mark 8 and 34. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, whosoever will come after me, let him what? Deny himself. Take up the pain of it. Don't worry about the pain. It's going to cost you. It's going to be hard when you deny yourself. It's going to be a test. But deny yourself and take up the cross, the pain of it, and follow after me. I like this because he said he called people unto him with his disciples also. They were with him, but he's like, y'all with me? Well, then you got to do this too. If you're going to stay with me, deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.